episode number 201. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach, Janine Esbrand. Hey, 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 have you heard about our podcast insiders community? I am super, super excited about it. So if you haven't heard about it, lean in. We have launched a community where everyone who listens to this podcast has the opportunity to get more connected with me as your host and get more connected with each other as listeners. We have listeners from all over the world, from over 110 countries who tune into this show on a regular basis. And so I want you to be able to connect with other people who are in a similar stage of their career journey as you. And I also want to be able to support you more. So as a subscriber to the community, you are going to get access to bonus podcast episodes on topics that you want to hear more about. You're going to have have the opportunity to see behind the scenes of running a business while raising a family and really what it looks like to be on the other side of career change. And also you will be able to join us on our monthly career planning session so I can help you to keep moving towards your career goal. So we'll be jumping on a virtual session once a month so we can help you stay on track. So if that sounds appealing to you, I want you to run over to www.careerchangemakers.com forward slash insiders and join us. This is a paid subscription, but for the month of December, anyone who decides to join over the next few weeks is going to get one month access for free so that you can come in, you can check it out, you can see if you like it. If you do like it, then you can stick around. There'll be a small monthly fee for you to pay and maintain access to the community. So if this sounds good to you and you've been listening to the show and you like what we do here, then you're going to love the community. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash insiders and I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Hello, hello. How are you? I hope you are doing well. I am excited because I want to talk to you about finishing the year strong finishing the year strong. It's important. We are coming up to the end of the year and this is the time when people go into planning mode where people are like, right, okay, the year's coming to an end. Here's what I want to do next year. Here's what I want to achieve next year. And I want to talk about the importance of taking the time to plan ahead and do it well. Okay, because oftentimes we can just jump straight into here's what I want to achieve next year. Here's what I want to do. And by not even the end of January for many people, we set New Year's resolutions and before the end of the year, we've broken them or we haven't followed through with them. So I want to talk about how do we finish the year strong so that we can also start the new year in the right way where we're able to hit the ground running and accelerate our results. Okay, so I'm going to share three things. So three things that you can be doing right now or should be doing right now over the next few days over the coming weeks as we close out the year that's gonna help you to finish the year strong so number one is to do an audit 
to do an audit. It's so, so easy to focus on the next thing, focus on the next month or the next year or what we want to achieve next. Many of us don't take the time to do an audit and really look back on the past year or the past period of time and assess what has actually happened. We move through life at such a pace that sometimes we don't actually take the time to take stock and recognize one, what you've achieved, two, how far you've come, three, what lessons you've learned along the way, right? So doing an audit can be a really, really good place to start before you jump into looking at what you want to do next. So with your audit, you want to look look back over the past year and ask yourself, what went well this year? What went well this year? And note that down. What went well? What were some of the highlights for you? Why did those things go well? What were the circumstances that caused those things to go well? And then ask yourself, what didn't go so well? What didn't go so well this year? And why? Why didn't it go well? And again, think about the circumstances that led to the things that didn't go well. Um, so you want to really be thinking about those things and taking the time to write them down. So whether that is you noting it down in a notebook, whether that is you typing it out, just have that really clear what went well, what didn't go well. Think about your highlights and things that you achieved, right? Take the time to really do that audit because then you're able to start from that place when you're then setting your goals. So when you say, you know, these things didn't go well this year, and if there were things that you wanted to have gone well, then they could be things that you then say, okay, well, next year, this didn't go well, but I, I want it to go better next year. So maybe I'm going to put different things in place. Maybe I'm going to have different structures around what it is that I want to achieve. So take the time to audit. I know for me, this year has gone really, really quickly. And sometimes when you haven't necessarily hit certain goals or you're, you were looking to do something and it didn't work out, it can be easy to kind of focus on what didn't go well. And our brains are naturally wired to go towards the negative rather than the positive. Um, but when I was thinking about the year and I was able to say, oh, yeah, we've done a lot this year. We worked with some amazing clients. We secured some brilliant contracts. We hosted our first live event, which was absolutely amazing. We hit big milestones with the podcast this year in terms of the number of episodes and our listeners size across the world um we've had some great team members this year we've done a lot this year it's been a good year um but when you can just focus on the things that didn't go so well it's easy not to feel that way so doing the audit for me over the last few weeks has been super super useful and has put me in a different type of energy going into the next year so that's number one do your audit number two and just to say don't skip that step <laughs> Because for some people, it's a bit boring. Like, I don't really want to do that. I just want to get to, like, where I want to get to. I'm future-focused. But don't skip that step. Um, number two is goal setting or intention setting. So really thinking about, okay, what do I want? What do I want? That question is a question that, whilst it seems simple, it's kind of hard to answer. <laughs> Many times my clients get tripped up on this, where you say, well, what do you actually want? It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I want. And the reason why it's hard is because you can say, what do you want? And sometimes we might want something, but we don't really want to say what we want because we don't think we can have it. We don't think we can achieve it. And so we rather not say that we want it. We rather pare down our goals. We rather not be so ambitious because we don't want to be disappointed. But I want you to really think about what do I actually want? If I was going to remove the filters, if I wasn't worried about not hitting the goal, if I wasn't fearful that it wouldn't work out, what would I say that I want, right? So be thinking about what do I want to achieve next year? Think about that goal. 
make sure that it's it's something that's tangible, that's realistic, that you can achieve. And when I say realistic, I don't mean not to be ambitious with it. I just mean like, you know, if you are, if today you're working as a lawyer, let's not say by the end of 2023, you're going to be an astronaut, right? Because there's a whole process that would have to happen in order for that to be a reality. But really be thinking about what do I want next year? And when we think about what we want in the next year, sometimes we can stay at that high level, like, okay, by the end of the next year, I want to be able to get a promotion. Or by the end of next year, I want to be able to switch industries or whatever it is that you that you want to achieve next year. I want to launch a podcast. I want to become a thought leader, whatever it is. Um, that's great. Like you can have that goal, but many people stop there. Stop there. Just say, that's what I want to do by the end of the year. But what needs to happen is for you to start thinking about if that is the goal that I have for the end of the year, what do I need to focus on in Q1? What do I need to focus on in Q2, Q3, Q4, so that I can actually say by the end of the year that that's a reality or that can happen, right? So at this stage now, as you're in December, now is a great time for you to be mapping out your Q1. This is a great time for you to be saying, okay, this is where I want to get to. What am I going to focus on? And I recently read a book, which was absolutely amazing. Um, And if you are like wanting to accelerate your accelerate your success when it comes to like what you get done in a quarter read this book it's called the 12 week year and it talks about us instead of focusing on the bigger year really focusing on a quarter and treating that quarter as though it is a year so getting into action on a daily basis and really focusing on what it is you need to be doing because one of the biggest reasons why many people don't hit their goals and the biggest reasons why people set a new year's resolution and they don't hit it is because the focus is on the goal more so than the focus is on the action that you have to take. So we talk about the goal. We might visualize the goal. We might say, yes, I'm excited about the goal. But what action is actually required for that to be a reality? So if you're saying, you know, I want to get into the best shape of my life by the end of the year. Okay, great. What action are you going to take for that, though? Does that mean you're going to be working out daily? Does that mean you're going to be working out three days a week? What type of exercise are you going to be doing? Where are you going to be doing the exercise? When are you going to do the exercise? Like really breaking it down to the granular level so that you go beyond just the like, you know, the nice feeling of I'm setting this goal to the actual, the execution. And the execution is where many of us fall down. So I would recommend reading this book because I really like the way that they talk about the difference between the goal setting and the execution. Um, But really you breaking down and saying, okay, if this is the goal, what do I have to do? What do I have to commit to doing on a consistent basis so that that goal can be a reality? And when you can break it down in a, in a 12 week period, in a quarterly, in a quarterly, um, framework then it's easier for you to stay focused because rather than you being like oh yeah I'll get that done I'm gonna get it done this year but I've got lots of time left you're more focused and say no what do I need to get done in the next 12 weeks break it down break it down step by step and you're more likely to achieve so that's what you want to do set your goals and then set mini goals within that set milestone goals within the, the larger goal so that's number two and then number three is you want to be really thinking about what resources what support what commitments do I need to have or do I need to make in order for this to to, to happen? Because sometimes we could set a goal and we don't, might not be the only person that is required to help that goal come to life. We might need other resources. So you might say, yeah, I do want to get fit this year. Or I do want to, I do want to, um, 
I don't know, whether it's improve fitness or whether it is lose weight or whatever it is, I want to do that. But then what resources are required? You might say, oh yeah, I want to do that. But what do you need above and beyond you to make it happen? So maybe you say, well, I need to hire a personal trainer or I need to find a gym buddy. So I have someone to go with, right? It's you recognizing what do I need to put in place? What type of environment, what type of circumstances need to be present in order for me to reach my goal? So it's about you setting yourself up for success. That really is what number three is. It's setting yourself up for success and taking the time to put things in place. So I know for me, when I started working with a personal trainer, part of the reason I did that was for the accountability. Like I know when I'm in the mood or when I'm motivated, I will absolutely go ham on my workouts. I'll be just on it. But as soon as I fall off the wagon and start eating some chocolate, I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel like going today. Yeah, I don't really feel like going today. And then before I know it, I haven't been. But having the accountability of a trainer where I know week in, week out, I need to go and I need to show up because I've paid for it. That has helped me to stay consistent. That might not be what you need, but figuring out what do I actually need? And this goes back to the audit. When you ask yourself what didn't go well and why, that can give you some clues as to what you then need to put in place going forward. If your goal was, I wanted to get a promotion this year, why didn't you get it? If you didn't get it because you wasn't showing up, if you didn't get it because you wasn't intentional, if you didn't get it was because you wasn't really talking about the work that you were doing, or you weren't recognized for the contribution that you've made, then that means going forward, what do you need to put in place? You might say, do you know what? Like I tried last year, I wanted to step up to the next level and I didn't do it. Maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need some support with articulating your value and being able to really demonstrate how you are the type of candidate that deserves that promotion. Or maybe you need to understand how to position yourself for those more senior positions. Maybe you need a mentor. Maybe you need a sponsor. So you looking at what was lacking so that you can put that in place going forward, right? So with us doing the audit, it's really helping you to think about what's missing so that when you get to this piece, you you can put that in place. What can you put in place to set yourself up for success? So rather than just setting the goal, it's like, okay, I've set the goal, but I'm actually trying to put some things in place so that I can achieve the goal, right? Um, So that's what I want you to be thinking about. What can I put in place? And I know that oftentimes the, the resources that you need might be a person, it might be a book, it might be a course, it might be a program. It could come in different forms, but it's you recognizing one, what you need and what's going to be most supportive for you. Because caution against just jumping on the bandwagon like everyone else is doing a certain thing so I need to do that as well you need to understand yourself to know is that going to work for me does that make the most sense for me so that is what I want you to be doing right over the next few weeks as you were winding down for Christmas as you were thinking about what you want to be doing next year audit goal setting and intention set yourself up for success those three things one audit two goal setting and intentions And three, set yourself up for success. Now, if you are somebody who is saying, this all sounds good, Janine, but one, I I find it hard to carve out time to do these things, or two, I'm not really good at following through, even though I say I'm going to do certain things, then you might be a good candidate for my career up-level intensive. So in the month of January, I am going to be doing two-hour intensives with people who are ready to take their careers to the next level next year. So the idea is in this two-hour intensive, we're going to get really, really clear on your career goals, and we are going to be putting together a strategy for you to accelerate your results in the first quarter. 
okay? So we'll do our first two hour session together and then we'll have a 30 minute follow up a month later to make sure that you are continuing to make progress and that you are, that there is um, momentum there for you. Okay, so if that sounds of interest to you, if you know that you have been procrastinating and you haven't been making progress, even though you say you want to, but you haven't been, um, then the intensive is a great, great option for you. This is the the way that I can work with people in like a short, sharp, you know, in and out situation. And what I've realized is that I'm really good at that. <laughs> like when I work with my clients and they come and they're like, I'm so confused or I don't feel like I'm making progress. Like, in the space of an hour, we can be like, oh, you said that, so that means that, and did you think about this? Here you go, strategy, and people are like, oh my gosh, that's so helpful. Um, It's just how my mind works, like I can just connect all the dots. So I want to help you, help you to move past feeling stuck or feeling overwhelmed or feeling frustrated, if that's how you've been feeling, so that you can have the clarity that you need and start to have a clear plan of action and know where it is that you want to go. So I'm blocking out literally space for five of these in January. So if you want one of these spots and you know you want to hit the ground running, now is the time for you to book one. Um, so we can schedule out the time in January for us to have that. Have that. So get Christmas out of the way. Let's plan it out. Let's get you hitting the ground running. So that's the career up level intensive. I don't normally work with clients in like these short, sharp bursts. Normally you have to join one of my 90 day programs to work with me. Um, but I decided that I wanted to do this for January to start the year. So head over to, here's the link, careerchangemakers.com forward slash intensive. And then you will be able to um, go through the application. And if it seems like we're a good fit, like what you what you want to achieve is something that I can support with and that you're in the right place in your career, um, then we can go ahead and get you scheduled in. So that is all I wanted to share with you today. Go ahead, finish the year strong, enjoy yourself, do some good planning. And I'll be back very, very soon. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode. Come over and join us in our Career Changemakers community over on LinkedIn so that you can join the conversation there.